Welcome to Latter Day Saint Voices. Quote, President Gordon B. Hinckley, Of all the creations of the Almighty, there is none more beautiful, none more inspiring than a lovely daughter of God who walks in virtue with an understanding of why she should do so who honors and respects her body as a thing sacred and divine, who cultivates her mind and constantly enlarges the horizon of her understanding, who nurtures her spirit with everlasting truth. God will hold us accountable if we neglect his daughters. Quote President, Gordon B. Hinckley. Marvelous is the power of women of faith. It has been demonstrated again and again in the history of this church. It goes on among us today. I think it is part of the divinity within you. Sisters rise to the statue of that divinity. In that effort, Make the world in which you live a better place for yourself and for all who will come after you. There is much to do. There are many challenges to be met. These are the words of Sherry L. Du. Knowing who you are and who you have always been. From a talk, Brigham Young University Women's Conference, May the 4th, 2001. In her writing and speaking, Du has frequently taught her audiences that they should learn to rely on the Holy Spirit and that the Spirit would teach them on an individual basis. The reality is that when I'm allowed to do something that blesses someone else, that's the Spirit. It's the work of the Spirit, she said. You go on assignment from the Lord to do different things, and if the Spirit is present, it works. And if the Spirit is not present, it doesn't work. In her own life, she remembers that as her father confirmed her a member of the church, she felt the Holy Ghost so strongly that she began to weep deeply. She could not stop and continued to weep until after she returned to her seat. She reported that this experience taught her early that the Holy Ghost was real and that it really could make a difference in my life. Years later, when she felt unable to understand spiritual direction on a particular question, a friend suggested she could ask in prayer what it felt like for her when the Spirit spoke to her. She has continued the practice of praying for help to understand the language of revelation as Anne has acquired firm confidence in her ability to do so, which she feels is vital.
She records, sisters, you are just spectacular. You're not perfect, but you are spectacular. From Siberia to Seattle, you have won my heart and my deepest respect. I believe there's more righteous courage and determination in her within the sisters of this church today than there has ever been among any group of women who has ever lived. She shares this account. Recently, my 16-year-old niece, Megan, and two of her friends came for a sleepover. As we talked that evening, one of them asked me what it had been like growing up on a farm in the olden days. This is not as bad. However, as what happened a few days ago when a handsome young returned missionary said to me, Sister Do, if I were just 40 years older, you know, if I ever do get married, I hope my husband does better math than that. Anyway, I told Megan and her friends that in the olden days, I had been painfully shy and had absolutely no self-confidence. How did you get over feeling that way, Megan asked. A pat answer was on the tip of my tongue when I stopped, she said. Sensing that these terrific young women were receptive to more. So I told them that the reason was a spiritual one. It wasn't until I began to understand how the Lord felt about me that my feelings about myself and my life slowly began to change. Their questions then came in a flurry. How did I know how the Lord felt? And how could they find out how he felt about them? For several hours, scriptures in hand, we talked about how to hear the voice of the Spirit. About how eager the Lord is to unveil the knowledge stored safely inside our spirits concerning who we are and what our mission is and about the life-changing difference it makes when we know. My message to you today, my dear sisters whom I love, she says, is the same. There is nothing more vital to our success and our happiness here than learning to hear the voice of the Spirit. It is the Spirit who reveals to us our identity, which isn't just who we are, but who we have always been. And that when and that when we know our lives take on a sense of purpose so stunning that we can never be the same again. Our spirits long for us to remember the truth about who we are. Because the way we see ourselves, our sense of identity affects everything we do. It affects the way we behave, the way we respond to uncertainty, and the way we see others, the way we feel about ourselves, and the way we make choices. It affects the very way we live our lives. So today, I invite you 
to ponder in a new way, not just who you are, but who you have always been. Conclusion The words of Shari Aldu The spirit is the key. For as President Joseph F. Smith taught, it is through the power of the spirit that we may catch a spark from the awakened memories of the immortal soul, which lights up our whole being as with the glory of our former home. It is the spirit that allows us to pierce the veil and catch glimpses of who we are and who we have always been. Thus, our need to be able to hear what the Lord through the spirit has to say. of deep reflection for you, my dear sisters. From President Spencer W. Campbell, 1895 to to 1985. How can you understand and attain your divine destiny? Well, here are his words. All of you need to drink in deeply The gospel truths about the eternal nature of your individual identity and the uniqueness of your personality. You need more and more to feel the perfect love which our Father in heaven has for you and to sense the value he places upon you as an individual. Ponder upon these great truths, especially in those moments when in the stillness of such anxiety as you may experience as an individual, you might otherwise wander and be perplexed. Teachings of the President of the Church, Spencer W. Kimball. Mm-hmm.